This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello and good evening to everyone to today's Ultimate Global Podcast special episode with Gulia Kolaki, who is the co-founder of Equity Girls Podcast. And Equity Girls Podcast is a podcast which is created with the aim of bridging the gender investment gap, which is pretty interesting. I went through um, Gulia's profile and it was so interesting to know that she's doing some amazing stuff towards reducing the gender gap through investment. And that's why I think this was one of the topics which I thought that uh, she can be called upon. And so today's topic, as you can see, is how can women better manage their financials? Uh, We know that a lot of women around the world presently find it pretty tough to do that. Um, Let's hear what Gulia has to say on that. So welcome to today's podcast, Gulia. And what do you have to say uh, on better management of financials for women to start off with. Hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, It's such an honor to be here and just really grateful to be having this chat with you today. Um, So yeah, my co-host and I, Amy, um, we decided to actually start this podcast called Equity Girls, um, which you mentioned earlier was designed at bridging the gender investment gap. Um, so for those of you who don't know, 18% of women are active investors in Australia alone. And I think I just find that really fascinating because of the fact that I just think more women should be involved in their finances. And I think there are lots of resources out there at the moment, but it's also just about tailoring those resources to the correct audience. And I think Amy and I were having lots of discussions about, you know, finance in general, how to build your, you know, build your wealth, long-term investing, you know, value investing and all of that sort of conversations. You know, we were giving each other tips of you know particular stocks sending each other articles and like having really engaging conversations and I think the same as what you mentioned offline um we just decided that it would just be awesome to actually start this podcast and have these engaging conversations with women so we can also help them give them the skills and the resources to you know go away and make better investment decisions for themselves and I think it's really nice when it actually comes from a woman as well who's providing that information because it feels more relatable for you know the listener and it also helps expand their knowledge base in terms of uh, like their potential to actually achieve um, the goals because they can see that other people around them or, or or like-minded individuals are actually you know going out and, and achieving those goals as well um, and so I think I'm really fortunate to actually be able to you know host this podcast that you know is aimed at providing um, providing these resources as well and I think I've also been thinking a lot more about what kind of what kind of value we can add in the longer term and What's, what information is actually going to be beneficial um, for the listeners? And so we did create recently our website, which is equitygals.com. So if you're interested, definitely go and check that out. Um, but, yeah, again, we aim to hope, 
we aim to provide, you know, like we aim to provide a money course and then we've also got the helpful resources tab, which, you know, is provided, aim to provide beginners, intermediate and advanced, um, or I guess at your own discretion, you can determine where you fit in that triaged section. But, you know, with educational information and um, videos and resources for them to actually go uh, watch and learn and then make more informed decisions about how they want to go with their inve- on their investing journey. Um, so, yeah, like yourself, it's just been such a fun and exciting journey, meeting new people, learning um, new topics and uh, being able to support other women on their journey as well. Um, it's just been, I've just been so fortunate. Like I've had women reaching out and, you know, sending me messages going, hey, um, I don't know how to, like, I really want to get involved in investing, but I, I don't know where to get started and being, you know, able to set up those meetings and take the time. I mean, if someone's taken the time to actually reach out and message um, us asking that question, um, it just goes to show that they're wanting to put the work in. So, yeah, being able to set up that meeting and, you know, chatting to them and, and giving them like an uh, like an underlying understanding of, you know, how to actually make a more informed decision about what companies I want to invest in as well has been awesome. Or in other words, they call it developing your investment thesis. It's pretty interesting, Julia, because uh... – it might be quite interesting to know for the audience as well as to how you came up with this idea for the first time because I know being a woman you might have understood that this is a need in the market at this moment where actually women want to understand how they can manage their financials um, why not you know there was somebody coming up with men uh, men's financials because mm. we already know that they have been uh, in the industry for so long and still we are fighting for these rights we talk about equality uh, i've had several other podcasts as well where we have in fact talked about how uh, women's involvement in the industry has been going down continuously and even during mm. covid uh, and countries like australia we have seen a decline in the number of people um, who are from different genders in the industry it's predominantly uh, men uh, in Australia as well, and in many more countries. Um, I don't want to name countries which are uh, obviously in the South Asia uh, who don't have um, uh, really great stuff going on because they have got even bad numbers coming up for their gender equality. But how did you first come up with this idea in terms of did you, uh, did you listen about some stories of women who couldn't handle their financials properly or mm. was it something coming out of your own mind? Yeah, so I think for myself, it initially started as obvious. Okay, so my background is, I, you know, I completed it. I went to uni and did a, a Bachelor's of Commerce and I um, went and worked for a, finance, a fintech company called NetWealth Investments for the last four or so years um I've now started a finance podcast and so for myself I have been really invested and interested in my finances and you know my long-term wealth um, creation however it came to my attention and I was also you know seeking out that information you know listening to podcasts um you know looking for those resources and finding that majority of the ones that I was really interested and invested in were 
tailored for men specifically and the ones that were tailored for women um, were a little bit more on the basic level in terms of providing knowledge, like the information was a little bit more basic to low to intermediate. Um, And so I was finding that I felt there was a little bit of a gap in the market in terms of what types of information was being published to uh, people. Um, And then also working for a fintech company, I was getting a lot of women actually calling us up and saying to us, oh, my, um," which this is horrible and it breaks my heart to actually think about this now, but that they were calling up and saying, oh, I've just been divorced um, and my partner managed all of our finances and I, I have no idea how to manage my finances. I don't know what to do. I don't even know where to start. And being in that position and actually really feeling so sorry for these women who, you know, have predominantly relied on their male, you know, their, their partners to actually manage their finances and not having the resources the skills, the tools, the information to do that, that was, you know, that was so sad to hear and it happened regularly um, actually and I couldn't, I wasn't in a position to provide them with the right advice at that point in time and so it got me thinking a lot about what type of impact that I wanted to make and how I wanted to help other women, you know, learn more about their finances and, um, you know, I thought about creating blogs and, um you know, other ways to sort of get the information out there. But I think the podcast has been very enlightening and doing it with Amy as well, who's a registered financial advisor, also helps because she gets to provide that information. She's, you know, she's been in the industry for 16 odd years and she's just, you know, she's seen it all, I guess. Um, and yeah, just having someone who's who's so knowledgeable as well in her industry and I get to learn off her and um, yeah, it's just been an awesome journey and being able to actually provide this info, being able to actually help women in this way has been an awesome experience so far. Um, but yeah. Yeah, because um, I think it's a very niche topic that you are touching upon. And mm. there are two things which we always talk about. One is understanding the pain point and other is um, joining the dot to find the right solution. I think one of the things you're doing good is the podcast, because I also feel a podcast can really help you to uh, build a good relationship with people. Whenever people will listen to you as a woman who is able to manage their financials in a better way, they can link with your story and they can relate with what you are saying Mm. when you are speaking as a girl. Are there any specific tips that you give to women in order to manage their financials? Because I know a lot of people, a lot of women might be listening to this uh, podcast as well after it goes out. Do you have any tips for them in general for women listening from around the world as to what can be some of the tools or ways of managing their financials on a day-to-day basis? As you said that it's been quite tough for them to understand those tools and very little help is provided in their families. Yeah, well, I think the main tip that comes to mind is I think, like, as I mentioned before, you know, that woman called up and she said to me, I don't know how to manage my finances. My partners manage my finances throughout our whole journey of being together. I think it's just really, and, and it's about understanding where does the actual root cause of that stem from? And it actually stems from the fact that they haven't had the resources or the information provided to them, or they haven't sought, like, been able to seek it out 
And I think it's just about trying to empower women to get more involved in their finances and to seek out the information so that they can learn more and that it is such a liberating thing to be able to actually be able to manage your own finances, be able to be across all of the, like, yeah, all of your inf- all of your finances to make more informed decisions so that when you're in a situation where you're maybe getting, like, I hope no one's getting divorced anytime soon, but if you're in that position, then you are better equipped to actually handle that situation because you have a better understanding of of your finances in general and what that means for you and your partner. And then you can also (laughs) be in a better position to bargain yourself um, if you're in that situation. And again, like another statistic is that the gender pay gap is currently at 14%. And then we need to ask ourselves, why is that? Why is there such a disparity in that figure? Um, and a lot of it stems with, you know, negotiation skills. As you mentioned earlier, it's a lot of system- systemic discrimination from, you know, our predecessors like and our ancestors. You know, women didn't have the right to work up until like, what, 50 years ago or so. You know, it wasn't it wasn't our it wasn't their role to actually make those financial decisions. And it was left for the male because he was essentially the the breadwinner of the family and so he dealt with all the finances and so forth it's it's very you know old school stuff but I mean I guess it carries forward from years and years um but I am finding now that being in the gen z era and having like and the millennials of our era and having access to the resources more women are um getting very interested in actually actively um looking to better manage their finances and getting more involved so that's awesome as well to see absolutely um and do you also see that men have an equal role to play in this regard because as you said that if their partner leaves them in between they should be able to handle the situation independently do you also feel that husbands uh, also have a role in this to play uh, when they are in a relationship to give equal independence to women to know what's going on with the financials because sometimes mm. it can be that you are hiding everything from your partner you know there can be cases where you're hiding or you don't think that they are capable enough of handling the financials right so um, do you think that there should be more independence given to women in terms of uh, the financials because the countries from where I come from in India uh, you know, if you see women are considered to be the finance manager of the house, they just take care of the financials of the house. They don't know much about what's going on, uh, say, for example, with the real estate investment or mm. uh, what's going on in the bank because they've never gone there. You know, um, in, in the developed countries like Australia, Europe and US, it's still a bit different. Women still have access to a lot of other things. But countries which are still developing, uh, especially countries in the South Asia, Middle Eastern countries, the South African countries, these are the countries where women might not be even going out to the banks and everything is done mm. by uh, the their husbands. Do you think more independence should be given in these developing countries and some sort of model which has been adopted here should also be replicated there? Obviously not completely, but you know they should take that as a Uh, role model as of now yeah for sure I think I think 
what people should be doing is we should really just be normalizing the conversation, like normalizing the conversations about your finances with your partner. And um, especially in those developing countries where you're, as you mentioned earlier, they're not actually involved in the finances because it's still quite traditional back in and um, yeah, so they're just really not having those conversations. So I think the best thing to do is to, you know, have a chat with your partner. You guys are essentially a team and that's that means that you should be comfortable enough to have a chat with them about finances and, and t- let them know that you want to get more involved and you want to learn more and you want to have those. Be curious, you know. Um, yeah, tell them that you want want to sit in, you want to go to the bank with them at that next time that they go down and show them how it works. I mean, or, you know, you want to sit in on that next meeting when they go and see their financial advisor or you want to sit down with them when they're actually, you know, paying the bills or um, if they're investing and they're ask them, like, what are you invested in? Why are you invested in that? Get more involved. Start asking those questions. And that's not just to do with your partner. Like, this could be in the workplace as well. This could be with your friends. You know, if you're interested and you're curious, you know, it's the best thing to do is actually to start having those conversations with people. And um, like one great th- thing that if uh, no, if you guys don't know him, his name's Michael Batko, but um, and he's the CEO of Startmate, which is a um, community-driven uh, like alumni for to fast-track students into startups. Anyway, but he says a lot about increasing your surface area and the only way you can increase your surface area is if you expand your like you expand your mind to try and um yeah by asking those questions and you know having touch base points everywhere and then once you start opening that conversation you'll be surprised what you actually attract in um I hope I'm explaining this okay but yeah I think that's probably the best tip I could give as well absolutely and i think uh, i was just about to come to starmate as well uh, because um, starmate is definitely one of the uh, few organizations uh, which are doing a spectacular job in this field of making students the future entrepreneurs we know how important it is for us to not only create job seekers but also job creators who can create jobs come up with their own ideas and have that confidence and courage to you know step up and go above and beyond in their respective fields. So how has been your experience with this StarMate? And would you be, um, you know, how, you know, you think women can also play a major role in the coming times um, by opening their own companies? Because a lot of women I know have been doing a spectacular job in UNSW because I'm from UNSW, currently sitting on the UNSW campus itself. We know we have got a spectacular team of UNSW founders where both men and fem- both male and female, they are doing a great job. Um, some of the females have in fact come up with their own ideas, own ventures, and they have been given that platform to do that. You know, more such universities should be giving uh, platforms and equal opportunities, isn't it, Yulia? Yeah, I mean, I joined Startmate for the last cohort, so that was the summer 2021 cohort, um, and I definitely recommend it for anyone who is interested. It is the it is a really awesome experience, um, and you make so many new connections and meet awesome, you know, amazing, aspiring, and, and motivated people. Um, 
who all are there for a purpose-driven like goals and yeah it's just it's a lot of fun um so I think if anyone's interested definitely go and check it out it's um it's a really good experience uh but yeah in terms of um like founding companies I didn't actually realize how important your network network is for when you're wanting to start a company up um a lot of people seek mentorship or seek um you know certain programs that help fast track their companies uh for success because a lot of a lot of people have done it before and it's best to learn from the people who have done it before um and that's where you're going to get the most value to actually make to actually ensure that the company you know is successful and um will be successful in the long term and I I mean we seek mentors like in everything that we do like we go to school and we get taught by a teacher you know if you're an athlete you go and you get or if you're a professional athlete you get professional coaching um I don't know if you're going to do a course you're going to be taught by someone there there is always people out there um who are doing this but we just don't see it from that perspective of like personal growth where you actually could get a mentor for personal growth and that's the great thing about Startmate they actually pair you up with a coach and they become your mentor for x amount of weeks um or I guess as long as you need them really um so I think in terms of fast tracking success for a startup mentorship is also one of the most valuable things that you can do yeah and there are so many touch points you know in that business converse model that you might need help on especially i know how difficult it is to create your own value proposition mm-hmm. or how difficult it is for you to understand who your key customers are or you know what's your revenue stream going to look like because these are the things which you have ultimately to look at when you are creating your own business venture being worked on some of the entrepreneur programs at UNSW i can definitely vouch for that that it's very very difficult and challenging at the beginning and that's why you need some sort of mentorship or business or mentors support. from the industry who are already in the industry mm, um but they've... it was a great uh, sorry what are you saying oh yeah i was going to say it's great to get the support um and the connect because they also will have connections to help you get where you need to go as well absolutely because some of those mentors might be 20 years older to you 30 years older to you mm. so they have more experience with them they have got uh, uh, more connections in that field or in that city especially if you are stuck in a similar situation they can always guide you because they might have gone through the same situation 100 times before so exactly. they can they can share their experience and wisdom with you which is obviously up to you if you want to apply or not um but thank you so much guelia for today's discussion i'm sure that whoever is going to listen to this podcast is going to enjoy this discussion and also take some um you know great points that you have mentioned before any final comments before we end today's session guelia um uh, i'm trying to think of any No. I just wanted to say thank you again for having me on. Um and for anyone out there if you guys or for any women who are trying to learn about their finances uh and are feeling overwhelmed or confused, please reach out to um Equity Girls. That's our Instagram handle or you can go on the website and you'll be able to find information there. 
Um, but yeah, just want to be there to support you in any way I can. Absolutely wonderful, Guilia. I think you are doing a fantastic job, and I'm sure that a lot of women will be reaching out to you um, after this recording goes out, um, and definitely um, you will be supporting them in best possible way. Have you had some recent, uh, you know, examples of women coming to you and sharing their miserable conditions or, um, you know, things that they have shared with you related to the financials? Would you want to share one such example before we end today's session? Yeah, so there was one girl who reached out and asked me. Um, she just wanted some help because she had about 25, I think 25 to $30,000 in her savings account. And she just wanted to invest it, but she just felt really overwhelmed and didn't know where to start. And, you know, obviously we can't be giving like specific financial advice, but I was more than happy to give her just like a comprehensive summary of how I invest in my stocks. Um, so yeah, just wrote down my investment thesis that I, you know, it's, I think it's about four steps that I use to actually determine whether um, you sh or whether I should or sh would not buy that stock, uh, which was awesome. And I think we're going to be doing a more like in-depth episode uh, in the coming week for that one. So if anyone's interested in hearing it, um, definitely go and check that out. Thank you so much, uh, Guilia, again for your participation. And hope we can do more episodes together on different topics of women empowerment. Maybe we can have one or two more speakers who are having uh, expertise in different fields and to make this discussion more engaging. And next time, probably we can go live on some of the platforms to take some questions on a live basis. But thank you so much for your participation. And I hope to see you soon. And thank you so much to everyone who will be watching this. Post your questions on LinkedIn, on YouTube to me or Gulia, and we'll make sure to answer you back well before time. Thank you. Bye.